voice is here. The time is now. And the journey into the shadows we're about to watch could be our journey. What's up, guys? It's Captain Cook. Welcome back to Spicy Memories, the podcast to talk about food and life and stuff. This is episode, I think, 21. Um, sitting here on this beautiful June evening, uh, virtually, with uh, somebody who's very near and dear to my heart. Somebody I've known for years. Uh, somebody who I'm very excited to have on just because we haven't talked in a while and it'd be cool to catch up and you got a lot of awesome stuff going on. So I have Grace Quinton. Uh, she is one half, right, of uh, Poussoir Juice Bar. Yes. Um, which is awesome, and we will get absolutely get into that. Um, you do a lot. I mean, you're an aquatics director, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an aquatics center. director at Carver Center in Portchester. Um, you know, yeah, how about this? I'm not going to – I always do this to people. Why don't you introduce yourself a wee okay. bit? Okay, I'll give you a little. Yeah, uh, but don't be worried. There's only like 5 million people that listen to this podcast. So. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I'll give you a little taste of the life of Graz. So by day, I am a juice maker, a dog, cat mom, a foster animal mom, um, an aquatics director at a not-for-profit in Portchester called Carver Center. And we work closely with the um, low-income community, specific, specifically Latinx families of Portchester. Um, and yes, you know, every day I'm at the pool. Just this week, we offered um, a free safety around water program. Uh, it's Tuesday through Friday. It's completely free for these four classes, and it's focused on families. Um, awareness around safety around the water, not just the child in the class, but I partnered up with our uh, neighborhood YMCA. So we had their instructors coming in, their directors were there. It was both of our clientele that were able to come into the Carver Center pool. Some people have never been there before. You know, some have been existing clients. Some, uh, I have a client that came in who is like, you know, very much um, on the low end of the income spectrum, I guess you could say. You know what I'm saying? They don't make that much money at all. They're very um, low on the poverty scale. That's what I meant to say. And they're so thankful for this class because their kids are just able to have, you know, that reassurance that it is safe to be in water in specific environments and what is unsafe and how to get out of that situation or what to do to survive. So it's like a survival skill class. So that's what I had just came home after, uh, you know, hit the ball a couple of times and now I'm here. That's gotta be, that's gotta be kind of nice though. Being at least I know there's a lot of actual work involved with it, but being that close to a pool every day, that's gotta have some benefit. I would assume. It's awesome. I mean, I haven't, been swimming like I used to. I used to, at my career started as a swim instructor. Okay. I used to teach and that's how everything started for many years. It's actually how I met Cheyenne. Nice. Um, we met at SUNY Purchase at the pool and I did that for many, many years. And then I started uh, directing at a waterfront in Stanford. I worked for the city of Stanford oh, nice. for almost four summers and I oversaw their five beaches, one pool, or I'm sorry, no, one indoor pool, one outdoor pool, four beaches. I had like a staff of like 45 plus people. Oh my God, I was hustling like no other. It was amazing, but it was only seasonal full time. So uh, okay. 
whatever, got a new job. And that's when I started working at Carver Center. But it's just a lot. It is, I had to put on that professional face. Yeah. And especially being young, I'm like the youngest director. Like the Rye Y has a younger director. She's probably a few years older than me. But for the most part, I've experienced a lot of um, unprofessionalism, really. But a lot of people just not taking me seriously because of my tattoos. Because, you know, I like to have exactly, they can, I look young. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I look like a baby. And when people don't know me, a lot of people are like, you don't look old. Like, you're not like, like if somebody I've, walked up to you, I wouldn't like my first instinct wouldn't be like, mm, yeah, she's definitely 40. But like, no, I still like, get ID'd. Like every time that I try to buy alcohol, I get ID'd and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm covered in tattoos, dude. Like, I don't know, but uh, it will be 28 this oh, year. All right. That's hey, you know what? You still got wait. No, money. next year, next year. So you're 27. Yeah. I'm nice. 27. You still have a few more years of freedom. That's nice. I, uh, I just turned the big three zero. Uh, it's weird. Everyone's like, oh man, we turned 30. You're going to hit this like wall of depression. And I'm just like, fuck you. I'm like, that's not going to I've happen. had that for years. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, nothing's different. But then I hit, I actually hit 30. And then like, I don't know if it was just the fact that now there's like a three in front of the number, but it's like something happened where I'm just like, good. Oh, I'm just like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. The but, older, it's so strange getting older because, yeah. you know, society just idealizes young, fresh, yeah. like, tight supple skin is the only way you know what i mean (laughs) tight tight, supple skin is there anything else that any of us want aside from tight Uh, supple skin (laughs) you know what i want right now a juice no i'm just kidding (laughs) we're gonna get into that i'm actually i'm very curious to ask because i've been very confused around juices for years and i'm i just i got i got i got some i got some questions in my old uh my old mouth uh, mouth holder (laughs) um i I will you know, I'm definitely not a dietitian. I'm definitely not a professional in that's any okay. well, sort. I'm not, but, um, I'm not a chef, and I tell people how to cook all the time, so that's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about I it. always <laughs> test everything on myself first, and I have that's such good. a bad stomach. I have many issues. Um, the last time that I went to my stomach doctor, he literally said to me, like, I have diverticular pockets in my intestines, which I had to get, you know, like a colonoscopy, endoscopy to figure out. But he's like, this is literally common in senior citizens. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go pull out my intestines. Like, I don't know what you want me to do, sir. He was, (laughs) that's why I don't go back there. But anywho, um, I have a lot of stomach issues. I'm lactose intolerant. I have IBS. I have diverticular pockets. I have just anxiety around my stomach issues that my anxiety gives me stomach issues you know what i mean so yeah i'm just constantly worried i'm gonna shit my pants i have been taking (laughs) medication for years and i just hit to the point i also have um terrible gerd like acid reflux yeah and i have to take medication i've been taking medication every day since 2017 like that's not good i shouldn't be taking a meprazole every day so i was trying to look for something that would help me holistically and naturally and you know for years uh, i would hear people like talking about juicing and I, I'm definitely not the type of person that's like, oh, this is a weight loss. This is the no, cleanse yeah. for your life. Well, yeah, no, it's not bitch. about weight. No, it's about health and it's about your stomach and it's about putting There's something like good huge, in your body. There's you know? a huge community of people that will 
fast and juice and i do not promote that no, i don't it's like like look if encourage. you drink juice yeah you're gonna lose weight but you're not doing it in a healthy way you're gonna pass out yeah, you're not man. getting uh -uh. especially unless you put fuck unless you juice fucking beans along with whatever the hell you're doing and get some protein but even then you're not gonna you don't have you're not making energy off of that and no. if you are it's short term because right. of the sugar right. if you're using you know any even, type of even natural that's what people understand even those natural sugars give you that little bit of a boost but it won't last exactly it's not and it may be healthier for your body than like processed like domino sugar but it still has the same effect to where it'll give you like a little sprout and then you're like to you know an hour later you're gonna be like oh just like you know like, <laughs> like roaming around wanting to die seriously but i mean all right so the, did you start experimenting i know that the the juice bar came after but like did you start experimenting with juices because of that like for health issues or were you also just like you know so there's multiple things um you know during the pandemic it was really hard for me <clears throat> and still is but after being furloughed i was furloughed for five months um it was extremely difficult for me to do anything i have severe seasonal depression and, you know, during the pandemic and that on top, like, oh, I had gained 40 pounds. I was in an un un unhealthy relationship with someone who was using and was not well either mentally. So it was extremely difficult for me to get out of bed. I couldn't even brush my hair. You know, I wasn't doing anything. So I had bought a juicer in like April or maybe May may of the start of the pandemic or no 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 i'm sorry this is may after we had been like locked down so this past may like a year ago at, at this point i guess um like what year is it what month is it i don't, I don't know. even yeah i don't even know anymore but it was for about a year and i used it for a couple of days you know it was like and my my ex had said something like you're just gonna you you're just gonna buy this appliance and it's gonna end up under the sink like all the other shit you don't use. And you know, for a person that really was not doing well and to hear that like negative, I was just like so mad internally. I'm like, why am I allowing this? And that's why we don't we're not together anymore. And I kicked his ass out, whatever. <laughs> but you know, I was like on the up and up after we had broken up, like for real, for real. And it was almost like in the same time, like February, um, you know, when we locked down, it was like a year after it. So I was like, it's been a full year of fucking COVID. Like I need to take care of my body. I need to stop just letting depression win every day. And, you know, with the breakup kind of still being new, I had like, Ener not energy, but, you know, just a little like fire lit under my ass to take care of myself. Yeah. I was like, well, I have this place to myself again. I have to make it mine. So I had some inspiration to live to say the least. And so I started juicing every morning and experimenting. Some sometimes I would get so sick because <laughs> I was putting too many things well, together. You were your own guinea pig. You were like, you were your own guinea pig. And I love a green juice. A green juice makes mm. me feel amazing. I don't, have a great time eating raw vegetables because it yeah. hurts my stomach, my IBS. I don't, like, I don't think anyone has a good time hurt eating raw vegetables. It hurts. Like, it physically hurts me though. You know, some people are like, oh, I'm gassy. Like I will get pains that I'm like, oh, like it like it fucking hurts. Stomach, so chronic, chronic stomach pain is something that few people truly 
understand. Like I missed, I don't know if you know, I don't, I definitely never told you this, but I missed it like a third of high school because of my stomach. So wow. I, I had something called cyclical vomiting syndrome, CVS. Oof. It's basically like abdominal migraines. So the muscles around my stomach would tense up and then Contract. about 14 days at a time, I would just be puking nonstop. Um, so I missed, yeah, I missed like a third of high school pretty much. Like if I didn't have one of those like medical 504 things, I, I would have been in high school for an extra three years. So, but constant stomach pain like that. That's why in high school, my weight would like, I would, I would drop like 10 pounds and then gain it all back in like three days once I could eat again. And, but people don't get, if you don't have like chronic stomach pain, what it's really like, and it sucks. It's like, it's horrible. I went to, I've seen in my life, I've seen so many gastroenterology, so many gastro doctors and like mm-hmm. all these kinds of like neuro, like everything. And they thought it was acid reflux. They didn't know what the fuck I had. And then luckily I started smoking weed in like 2007, 2008, and I haven't had an episode since. So I'm just going to chalk it up to that. <laughs> fuck it I literally, I literally was like a junior or a senior in high school. And I had this doctor that was like in Milwaukee, right? Who we flew out to see because he's like the world authority on this condition. And we're on the phone. I was with my mom on speakerphone with him. And he was like, so you stopped taking the medication? I'm like, yeah. He's like, when? I'm like, uh, like five months ago. He was like, you haven't had an episode. I'm like, no. And then he like asked my mom to like leave. And I was like, he's like, are you alone? I'm like, yeah. He's like, are you smoking weed? And I was like, um, he's like, it's okay. I'm not a cop. You could tell me. I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. Well, you know, most of the kids who have your uh, condition are infants, so I can't be prescribing medical marijuana. He's like, but wow. my head, you know, have a nice life. If not, call me, whatever. And I never talked to him again. I was like, Jesus. But That's amazing. I well, at least through, you know, uh, now it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, if you don't know. No, but I went through years of nonstop chronic stomach pain, and people don't understand how that can be such a struggle, even from just putting – you know, the wrong kinds of vegetables in your body. Like you said, you know, it could trigger something. And I've always had a sensitive stomach since then. I just ignore it. Like I'm probably lactose, but it's not going to stop me from eating mac and cheese. So I'll just be shitting my brains out for the next like two days. But it's see, it's not even for me. It doesn't even just make my, you know, me poop more often. It makes me feel so nauseous. I'm like, that's my biggest thing. Constantly nauseous. I constantly feel like I'm going to puke, but I'm a, I'm a weird person and I can't just throw up. Right. Like it's very rare that throw up just comes out. Like I usually have to make myself throw up. Right. So like, it's very rare that I ever, ever, ever throw up, but I just constantly feel like I'm going to like, that's what sucks. And I know it's not gonna, I'm not going I know. to. That's the worst part too, because you know that like throwing up is the fucking worst, but at least usually it gives you some kind of relief once it's done. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're not able usually. to do that though. Yeah. Like nowadays in the past like four years, what's been happening with me is like when I get to that point, if I'm really ill and I try to throw up, nothing comes up. So I just like dry heave and then yeah, I, lose, yeah. I lose my voice and I sound really cool for like three days. <laughs> like, I love really, you know? how we're talking about throwing up right oh, now. Yeah, this absolutely. Like, uh, hey, if anyone's listening to this fucking show, you know what you signed up for. All right. Yeah, facts, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not Joe Rogan. All right. I'm going to give you the real, <laughs> all right? I'll give you the real shit right Joe now. Rogan. But, you know, Ginger, honestly for you, when you have a flare-up, not even just ginger juice, but ginger itself, thinking, oh my God. So if you just peel it, yeah. slice it up and yeah. boil it in your tea kettle, like yeah. do it the whole boiling process, not just putting it in boiling water, put it in the water, then boil it and then let it steep for like 10 minutes and then sip that water. 
Yeah. And it will work than any better Imodium, any really? better, better than fucking Pepto-Bismol. I had my friend come over like a year prior to the start date of me juicing. And it was like the peak of the pandemic. And I was so depressed in a terrible relationship. And I was so ill. We are ordering food every day because we're so depressed. We're not getting out of bed, you know? So I was eating crazy shit every day. Like whatever I fucking wanted. Like pancakes with everything. Oh my God. Ordering three meals a day. Like not getting out of bed, playing mad video games, smoking so much weed. It was iconic. You know, it was like a stoner's dream for a couple weeks. And then I was like, wait. (laughs) Like I can't do this forever. Yeah, I can. But uh, I remember my friend had come to visit me and I had like four empty, like almost empty Pepto-Bismol bottles, like one that was like halfway, one new one. She goes, Grace, what are these fucking relics of this pest? But it almost became like this sick thing that I constantly had to take Pepto-Bismol because I constantly felt like shit. And Pepto-Bismol is terrible for you. It dehydrates you. It's not good for you. So I was like, hurting myself. I was harming myself, taking this like chemicals. And I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with like my past and addiction because I'm sober for like two and a half years off of very hard drugs. You know, I was doing a lot of dumb shit. So I don't know if it's that, like I was just like constantly needing to take something to help me feel better. So when I flipped the switch and said, fuck this, I I'm going to try to juice every day. So every single day I did it for almost four full months. Yikes. Every single day. I did not miss a day. And? And I stopped taking my medication, my Meprazole. And when I don't make a juice, I do have to take that Meprazole. Like today and that time. Because I was an asshole. I was rushing because I slept in. See, that's good because you didn't just incorporate something for your own health. It's like, mm-hmm. it's more like the routine itself too, I'm sure is like therapeutic exactly. right like the, the whole, whole process, process of it, watching the fruit cutting it how you need getting into the juice like like the whole pre- i mean that's that which goes along with the whole cooking and prep therapeutic mm-hmm. sense that i've been trying it's a ritual yeah exactly. it's it's a moment you know put my music on i pick out what i want you know i wash it i sit there and look at the sprinkling water you know and it's right. and it was nice when i was working from home or the pool wasn't really open at that time. So my dog's sitting here crying. <laughs> Sorry if you hear him in the background. <laughs> I get so distracted. Um, but yeah, so juicing, man. <laughs> but it, it really has helped me take care of myself again. Right. It helped me to remember that I am worth that time you know which is the most that, important thing it's like it's not just doing the act itself but allowing yourself to do it every day you know what i mean like exactly it's like it's like showing I, up for yourself yeah i mean my dad my whole life my dad has been telling me that half of life is showing up that's he's like drilled that into my fucking brain and it's you have to apply that not just to like your job or where you go or whatever the fuck but also yourself you have to like you got to be there also for yourself you got to if you want to do something like that it sucks, but like just actually starting it is the worst fucking part. Like doing it in the beginning and making that commitment is always just like, all right, let's go. Like every fuck, you know, it's, it's so, I don't know. It's, it's one of the best benefits that you can give yourself because you're giving yourself like control, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah, exactly. I think that's also part of it. And in your case, you're giving yourself control. You're giving yourself something to do in a routine, but you're also really helping your body like a lot, which 
So do you have, all right. So when you, you do it pretty almost every day, we'll say, right. And right now I will be completely honest. I'm off my game because I've been working so much. I'm just back in the building full time and preparing for summer. I've been extremely um, emotionally drained. So when I'm home, I'm shut off. I'm logging off. I'm playing video games in the morning. You know, I'll get up. I've been sleeping late and then I usually go tanning. (laughs) So that's been my self-care thing. Drive to the tanning salon. Because I don't know that that's also been a thing in my life. It helps with my depression. Um, But I'll do it on my days off or if I don't have to be there until later. You know, I wanted to do it today, but I misread my calendar or whatever. (laughs) But I was doing it every single day for four months. And my good friend, Amanda Wiley, who is New York Camp Corps, my business partner. Um, we have been on the phone every single day since the start of the pandemic, like FaceTiming every day. Like she is a huge reason why I got through a lot with my ex and a lot of my depression. Like I felt so alone. Like my partner at the time was also so not well. Like you just right. shut me out. Like I didn't exist in my own apartment. So it was very isolating. So without her, I, I love her so much. She knows that without her, I don't know what I would have done. Um, but as I was, you know, starting to take care of myself, I was calling her every day. Look, I made my juice. Da, 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 da. I would tell her the recipe. And then she started writing them down and writing down like how I felt, you know, she'd ask me later. And she, she kept saying, I want to do, we're doing a recipe book. You're writing these down. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, she goes, I will illustrate it. She goes, you just, figure out what, which ones feel the best for you and taste the best. I'm like, all right, all right. You know? And then, so we started preparing the recipes or I rather started preparing the recipes and then uh, she would kind of document them and we made beautiful magic together. She illustrated it so beautifully and delicately and like feminine touch it really you know, is it really is nice which did uh, you get I yours still, in the mail i did i did yeah, okay. i posted it yeah on instagram it's so, yes, yes, yes i remember now um i don't know if you, you guys are still selling them right uh yeah yeah okay. i still have so i was very fortunate to be able to print them all at my job nice and they're zines so you know it's like we fold them and do that all of ourselves so honestly i spent more money on the fucking packaging and the envelopes and stamps sure. yeah exactly <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Amanda was like iconic enough to have the idea and then just put her own style into creating it. You know, it's right. just so aesthetically cute to look at. Right. I like and the logo a lot too. The logo's like, but you so simple, you, so I think, cute. I don't know if it was you, you guys have, well, you have a TikTok too. So, and yes. by the way, if anyone wants to reference of what the hell we're talking about, um, <laughs> Poussoir Juice Bar, aka Poussoir Juice Bar. Um, is uh, yeah. on Instagram at P O U S O I R J U I C E B A R, Pussoir Juice Bar, all one word. And you posted a video on TikTok, I think maybe, of the actual creation of the logo, like mm-hmm. watching watching her actually like draw it. And I was like, that that alone was like awesome. And the TikToks are great, which by the way, and the Thank Instagram you. posts and stuff. It's like, and I don't even, I'm not like a juicer, right? But I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it's enough where it's like, it gets you interested in it. You want to buy a zine, you want to start something. And like, you need a little bit of like color and spark and a little something like that for people to be like, yeah, I want to start doing this. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not usually into the whole, 
juice thing that I, I for, well, that was my other thing I wanted to mention was for years, I've been so confused because like the whole, I didn't know the difference between like a shake or like a f- smoothie and like a mm-hmm. juice for like the longest time. Now a juice, don't correct me if I'm wrong, is literally just like veggies and fruit pressed through a juicer to make a juice, right? You don't add a liquid, like you don't add like water or whatever, right? Uh, sometimes I will water down the juice afterwards. It depends. If it's like um, too concentrated, like a little bit. Yeah, and I just like to. I use like these big ass mason jars. I drink so yeah. much water and fluids a day because I need it to survive. Exactly. Um, it helps my stomach crazy. So I usually use one of these big ass mason jars, and right. most of the time it's like two quarters to three quarters of the way with juice, and then I fill it up with the rest of water just so I have. I start my day hydrated. Um, but yes, yeah, so the difference between a smoothie, you know, you would take a full part of a vegetable or a fruit and the fiber would stay within the actual drink. When you juice vegetables or fruits through a juicer, or you could either blend it and then strain it with a cheesecloth and a fine metal strainer. The little trick is to use two of the fine metal strainers and then putting the cheesecloth in between so it stays nice and Mm. intact. I I learned that from a cooking show. All right, look at that. But uh, yeah, you can strain it so you don't necessarily need a juicer. Like people are like, oh, I don't have a juicer. Well, that was my next question. Fucking blender me? Well, (laughs) you can use that. So, but I have a juicer that is 60 bucks on Amazon. I've used it almost every single day. You know, for you got your money's worth. four months yeah, in, in a row. It's, it's, if you buy one of those, if you're somebody who buys those things and then like you don't use it every day, like, yeah, you can complain about like not using it, but you've used it so much at this point that you, you've absolutely gotten. I'm surprised worth. that like, it's still kicking, you think, know? Think about how many juices you've made and then think about how much those juices would have cost if you bought them out. Total up the amount that you've ever made and then be like, well, did I spend less on the juicer and produce? Yo. Which you know you did. Like, you know, I just did that pop-up farmer's market yes, and yes. I made, I made almost 300 ounces of water. And that's like, I don't even know how many gallons. It's a lot of gallons mm. and, um, of water. I don't say of juice. I was like, you make water. <laughs> yeah, I make water. No, 300 ounces of fresh juice for the community. And people were going nuts. People sure. are asking for my information and I was so silly not to like make a little business card or something. I'm like, Oh my yeah, God, I like so nothing cool. to give them. You know, I just had straight up juice to give them and they're like, yeah, but that's good. Cause but, I'm assuming they're going to do another one. And if they do, yeah. I mean, you, now, you know, now it's like, yeah, that's my job. Thankfully. I, I work closely with the food market director. We have a nice. free pantry. So people of Westchester, not just Porchester can come and get free groceries and, Next time we have one, I'll let you know. Really, you yeah, come please. by. The produce is in great condition, and a lot of the donations are made from Whole Foods and oh, organic, nice. you know, um, selections. So Whole Foods, I, as much as I hate shopping for a lot of stuff there, Whole Foods does some really good stuff. Like they actually uh, started a gardening program at my school where I work, and they yeah. donated like two thousand dollars worth of like equipment and seeds and like planting stuff, and they gave us resources for a veggie garden that the kids still use at our greenhouse. Cause we have like a 19 acre campus and mm-hmm. we have a whole greenhouse section and outside of the greenhouse, they built this like raised bed with a netting and in the like spring and summer, there's like cucumbers there and like eggplants. It's like so nice now. Oh, and that okay. all came from like whole foods. So they, as much as I think they charge too much for pretty much everything except produce, ironically. 
Um, well, now it's owned by Amazon. So, you know, it's like, yeah. fuck Bezos, but... I know. But at least they donate to the Carpet Center. And yes. in turn, I get free produce and make more juice for myself. Which is so... That's, like, that's so nice. So, all right. Do you, you And I've seen you use some herbs. Now, mm-hmm. what is the... I know there's a dangerous line to cross with this, but, like, spicy juices, right? Yeah. I had already created a couple spices. When you put ginger, like... That shit is spicy. If you eat it, yeah, ginger has a ginger definitely has a. When you juice it, and you, I use a lot because I love ginger. So, I will literally walk out of the food store with four pounds of ginger in a bag, (laughs) and that will probably last me about a month. So, a pound of ginger a week. I mean, that's a (laughs) lot for a week, but you probably you probably have a great stomach lining, right? (laughs) Honestly. I don't take on that result. I bet that's the weirdest compliment you've ever gotten. Like, I bet you have a great stomach lining. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, yes. I, I mean, I need to do a haul, but life has been crazy lately. And it's another thing. Like I've been having a hard time taking care of myself. I can feel like the, the depression yeah. creeping up as I'm using all of my capacity to be a professional. I come home and forget to take care of myself. Yeah, And it's That's- just like this constant, you know, battle. And, but it is so much, I feel so much better. You know, I have therapy literally tomorrow and I know my therapist is going to be like, have you been juicing? Because she <laughs> even noticed the difference, uh, how much better I felt. It starts your day with hydrating things, you know, right. cucumber. Oh yeah. my God. Cucumber's it is so nice. healing. It really, That's why amazing. I love my green juices. Like that is the reason why it's, literally restorative. Like I always say, like my body's healing, my body's healing. That's like a mantra I say while I am drinking my juice in the morning. So what's your green juice? Like I know obviously cucumber and like I'm assuming. I have a lot of variations. It depends. So one of my favorite things to juice in my green juices are kiwis. Okay. They're great for people who have asthma or just like chronic bronchitis, you know, if they have, um, Oh, it's so good for, it actually opens the little, those little things in your lungs. What the fuck are they called? Not, Not something with an A. No, like the bronchial tubes have like these little boop things at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the branches, it right. spreads them out so that really? you are, you can easily breathe almost like an inhaler does. Huh. Freshly pressed juice is most um, nutritious to drink 30 minutes after pressing. I don't know the science behind it, okay? Um, again, I'm not, uh, you know, a professional, but from my researching, I have learned that it's best to ingest it immediately after making. So a lot of people have asked me to make it for them, and it doesn't doesn't stay as nutritionally valuable, you know, after okay. 30 minutes, apparently. After 30 minutes, okay. Well, I, know, I guess that kind of makes sense. That's like, because that happens with a lot of stuff, not just with things getting like oxidized. Maybe that has something to do with it, but because maybe when it gets mm-hmm. oxidized a little bit, it kind of like wilts technically. And if it yeah. wilts technically, it may lose nutrition, maybe. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, but maybe, you know, but a green juice, you know, some kiwis. Um, I love doing kale okay. because it's cheap. And you get a lot of it yeah. and it lasts a while. And like, you can use like one big leaf and get like a good amount of juice. Well, yeah. Kale was literally um, like a decoration for delis for like decades. Like nobody like used it. Like it was so funny. I find that fucking hilarious. Like I see, like my old boss um, is very healthy. You know, he always took care of himself. He would always give me juices. He like, I'm talking 
he would just eat straight up oatmeal and water every morning with nothing. Just, you know, whatever. Yeah, I know. But, um, but he was, he would always eat kale and I would always watch him eating like these kale bowls or whatever. And I'd be like, yo, this is fucking hilarious. Cause that literally was just under like hawks of ham for like five decades. Like, that's, like that's it's just, so true. Like it's the weirdest thing that it's become as like huge as it has. And but I mean, it's like, wait, this has nutritional value. It's not just pretty. My mom used to make pretty, my mom used to make when I lived at home, really good kale chips. Like she would make her own kale chips yeah. and like yeah. bake them really slow and put like a little seasoning on it and stuff. Mm. And so I, I wanted to, I don't know why I don't do that. Cause I just bought like furikake seasoning, which I don't know if you ever had furikake. Yeah. It, it is like the, well, Spice. let me put it this way. David Chang put it best. Uh, everything bagel seasoning is like the whitewash version of Hirakake, where it's okay, like, okay. That's like pretty much what he was like. Where like that's like the equivalent of like how like a lot of people just throw everything bagel seasoning on top of everything now. You know, like the Trader Joe's one. I fucking do it, and I'm not that's, even supposed to have seeds. And uh, I, yeah, but it, I mean, it's too good, and I have that too, and I love it. I put everything bagel seasoning on those so much, and then I bought Hirakake, and I'm like, yo, because it's basically that, except it's like sesame, but then there's mm. also like dried seaweed, and there's like bonito flakes, and there's like. Dosh. Where do you get that from? I bought mine. It's a like a pretty big container. I got it for like four ninety five on Amazon, but you get literally H like any Asian market will have it. If you okay, put it in any, okay. any market, furikake, it's called. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta um, spice up my spice rack. <laughs> I got some basic ass shit. Speaking of your you spice know? rack, I have to give you a little shout out. Not a lot of people may know this, but Grace here is one of my OGs. Hey. The hot sauce. She is, in fact, maybe one of the first three OGs. When I first started hey. making my hot sauce back in 2000, I want to say maybe eight, late 18. Um, I would meander on over to where she lived in Yonkers where my friend Dylan also lived. And I would use people in that house pretty much like everybody as guinea pigs and be like, here, I made hot sauce. Try it. And you were, and we were all like, can I have more? (laughs) Yeah. You were literally one of the first four humans that were not me or my wife who actually tried the hot sauce. That's like you, you have, you, you got it in here, you know? And it was, it's one of my favorite hot sauces. Oh. Whenever I have someone come over, like all of my friends are sick and love like ridiculously spicy hot sauces. <laughs> and whenever I come over, you know, I always like show off my hot sauces and be like, this one has like, coffee grinds in it. And they're like, what? So I'm yeah. like, try it out. Just put yeah. it on your freaking chicken. It fucking works, man. And that's real oh, Cafe so Bustello good. too. That is real Cafe Bustello, which I probably should have thought of like, cause when I first started making a lot of them, it was like late at night, like 11. And the whole mm. time I'm making it, I got it in the pot and I blend it and I put it and I'm reducing it. And then I'm like tasting the whole time, but I'm forgetting that it's, I'm literally just like brewing Cafe Bustello. So then I'm done with the batch at like 12 and I'm sitting on the couch. just like, fucking yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like not understanding why I'm so amped up at like 12 o'clock. I'm like, God, I have to go to bed. I got work tomorrow. Jesus Christ. I'm like, God, give me one of that sauce, like, man. Christ. Like I'm just in, ingesting coffee for two hours. But yeah, you were, <laughs> you were one of my OGs and I truly appreciate it. Cause now I'm at a point where I don't know if you saw it, but I'm making um, hot sauce for a local cafe, Hayfields. And I have, yeah. you know, the proper licenses now I'm incorporated with the business and it's like, it's cool. You're and, killing uh, it. You're yeah. literally killing it. And doing it's, your it's, thing. You know, it's nice. But people like you will always get if I whenever I have an extra bottle or a batch, I'll make sure to I have to oh. ship you one. You have to I think you sent me your address. You didn't move. You have the same address. Right? I, I live in Porchester now. I don't live in Yonkers anymore. No, no, no. I mean like since I sent it to you in Porchester, it's the same apartment, right? I think so. All right. Well then I'll just send you another one. 
Um, cause now I have also like different like spice rubs, you know, like I got one that I made called potato. Brunch. Oh, I loved that chicken one. That was like my favorite Ooh, one. The rotisserie rub. Yeah. Well, the, what people love about that is the turmeric, the turmeric in there is like, mm, which the by key. the way, so when it comes to like spices, like dried spices in your juices, do you talk with that? Dried or? spices? Or is that like I mean, I could use it as a garnish, but well, I, know I mean, use, I like, use cayenne, fresh herbs. Right? People use like cayenne sometimes in like juices, right? Or For no. sure. You can use that as like a little topping. You can do like a turmeric, um, ginger, cilantro, Ooh, okay. and then top it off with a little... You know, it'd be fucking great. I am. You do one of your juice recipes and you make it like a, a like a mocktail cocktail where you have to rim the glass in a, in a spice, like rim the glass, like how salt, you know, salt and margaritas, but you do it with like something, maybe like paprika or something like that. Make That's it like, hot. so, you know what I mean? But then you get a little sip or a little that? taste. Yeah. A little, 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 I love that. Little spice. Yeah. I love juicing cilantro though. Cilantro and Italian parsley. Okay. Wow. Well, see, that was one of my questions I was going to have on this little section I do called Danker Rank. But um, so you do like cilantro <laughs> across that. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because I, I ask everybody about cilantro because, as you probably know, there's that whole – I say this every episode. I don't so care. So Yeah. Like, I didn't know that was a real thing. And I've said I've this met every, a few people. They're like, I think like chef. I'm which, like, you're white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For, all right. I, I say this every episode because I feel so bad. I don't really feel bad, but whatever. I literally for years didn't know that was an actual like genetic thing. So I was just like, I was like, oh, you people are bitches. You don't like cilantro, right? And then, yeah, that's literally what I would say. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. But then I found out that like it's an actual DNA thing that some people have that Mm -hmm. where they taste it, it tastes like green soap. But then I'm also just like, well, just eat parsley and shut up. Like I don't, you know. But don't get me wrong. I've had cilantro that I'm like, this one tastes like soap. I have tasted it and I'm like, this is not good. But I'm sometimes- do I have both genes? <laughs> That's possible. Maybe you're like split. You're like split in half. You're like a- the majority of the time. I love it, but sometimes I have tasted it and I'm like, this is not good. You have you have something dark in you that, depending on the day, may or may not like cilantro. <laughs> like yeah. This, yeah. this this cilantro demon inside just waiting. It's like, what is today? Uh, Tuesday? No. Like, <laughs> yeah, get that cilantro. But all right. Yeah. So so back to what? So for a green juice, the main thing that we're talking about is like maybe a good cucumber, some kiwi, some kale. That would be a good base. You're saying. Yes. And then what do you fuck with as far as like a fruit that goes in a green juice? Because a lot of people love green juice, and I was always told like apples really good for that because it's like white and kind of like you know. Um, I mean, kiwi usually makes it sweet enough. Like, mm. and then with the cucumber, it waters it down a little because the kiwi's thick. The cucumber is just mainly water. Um, you know, you put a little cilantro just for that, like earthiness and, and then sometimes I'll use green grapes if I want it to be really sweet, Yeah. but I've lately, I've been putting matcha powder in it. Oh. So I get a little caffeine and the matcha is like, you know, it's not, I have sweetened matcha powder. Right. So it's like delicious. I don't know. It just, it works for me and I don't always put the matcha in it, but the majority of the time I do. Um, yeah, fuck, it depends what I tea? have. Like, do you fuck with matcha tea, like tea itself, or you just use the powder pretty much for, for juice um, stuff? I have just the powder. I usually make like lattes with coconut milk Ooh. if I want during the day. Right. But I've, I'm actually, this is so off subject, but we're not so off subject, but no. off subject of juice, it's tea. But Trader Joe's sells now like a concentrated cold brew I've black had. tea. Yeah. 
I know. Why is it blowing my mind? I'm drinking so much tea and I'm using lot fresh lime juice and I make it in a big ass thing like this and I bring it to work. First of all, I'm getting shit done. I'm focusing. Second of all, it's refreshing and it tastes so good. So that's my, that's my shit. I've been drinking a lot of tea rather than juicing every day, which is also very healthy. And I, you know what, as much shit as I talk about Trader Joe's, cause we, I have a very, I'm probably going to do a whole podcast episode on it. I have a very love hate relationship with Trader Joe's for a lot of reasons, but for years they haven't been able to be fucked with as far as like their teas. Like even when I was like a kid, they had this mango black tea. And it was just a mm, Yes, yes. Yeah, and it was so fucking good. I used to literally, before school, I would take two or three bags of that, put it in that, like a quart mason jar, and just leave it in the fridge for like two days and oh, let it and- steep like a cold brew tea. And oh, I didn't even know you could do that. What the I hell? Yo, take like a couple tea bags, right? Or a strainer if you have tea, put it in cold water in a cold mason jar, closed in the fridge for like a day or two, okay. and then take it out after, and you've got amazing like cold brew style almost tea. Wow. I've literally been doing that for years. I used to do that at work. I just, you know, and now that we have a balcony, I make like actual like sun tea. Like I love that little balcony. I'm it's like, so nice. I got, I got, I can't lift my iMac, but I have like tomatoes and peppers growing now. I got basil. I got cherry tomatoes. We have a lavender plant. My wife, Brittany is growing wildflowers. It's like, it's so cool. And wow, it's, it's, only, it's only the vibe. two of us. So we just have two chairs and I'm like, I was like, what so if we have people cute. over? She's like, we're not having people over. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no one's coming like, over. You're she's like, like, no one's coming over. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I'm like, we moved up north of West Jefferson. Nobody comes here. but what town in Westchester are you living in uh we're like just outside of Katona so um it's nice we're on a nature preserve actually so we're we're in a back corner unit okay I'm coming over (laughs) yeah we're in a back corner unit so like the balcony literally just looks to the woods and there's somebody next to us and yeah it's nice it's beautiful iconic it's it's definitely nice uh we have coffee out there sometimes in the morning which is nice but I don't know. It's just, it's very different from living in a fucking shoebox in Larchmont below and above assholes for years. I'm getting there, man. I'm trying to fucking move to California. I need to be in the sun. I can't deal with the seasonal depression anymore. Yeah, I man. need the weather in the this beach. fucking state. The weather in this state has been so batshit crazy. Like this morning, even here, it was like 50 fucking degrees. And like, I don't know if you remember a couple weekends ago, it was like it's freezing. And it dropped down to like 48. I'm like, yo, yeah, my, it was fucking, freezing. Like, my plants are going to fucking die. Like, what the hell? And I don't know, man. I just, New York confuses the shit out of me sometimes. Like I've been in like extreme weather places. Like my godmother lives in Colorado Springs. That place is weird, man. In the summer, it's like- That place is weird. It's weird. (laughs) Weird. All them fucking Republicans. No. um, Seriously. (laughs) um, No, I give my godmother a lot of credit. She lives in a very conservative town. Like there are giant crosses on hills, you know, like near churches. And she's, her name is Ellen Jeminer from Scarsdale. So like, I was like, how do you- Ellen Jeminer from Scarsdale. I'm like, are you okay? She goes, yeah, they don't, you know, they're just, I'm out here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, she's basically, yeah, I'm hiding amongst Gotta them. block them out. Yeah. But like, anytime I go there from New York, they'd be like, are oh, you from New York? I'm like, I am. Yeah. But um, no, it's, I've been in weird weather places. Like that place is like 98 degrees with no humidity in the summer. It's beautiful. But then you're 7,000 feet in elevation in Colorado Springs. You're higher than Denver, which means that you could be driving in the summer and it just starts hailing, like for no fucking reason. Like literally, we were driving when I first took Brittany there in 2014. We were driving with my godmother and her husband, and it was May 31st or some shit, and it, we were getting hails like the size of like grapes, just like, and it was the weirdest thing. I'm and scared. she was just she was just upset because. It was like, oh man, I just got this car. I'm like, fuck that. It's May 31st. It shouldn't be. Like, I was like, I was such a New Yorker. I was like, this is not okay. What is happening right now? But, um, I'm scared of hell. Yeah, man. It's fucking weird. But 
I don't know. So look, I well the juice. The, the first of all, guys, go to their Instagram. I'm gonna tag it in all the descriptions that I put, and you can still get a zine. All right, yes. which is it's like nothing. It's like a couple of what the hell? Six bucks. Oh, there we go. It's, yeah, it's like six bucks. It's nothing. Um, sorry, I got a notification from Zoom saying the meeting was ending. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, yeah. um, and you can get it. You'll ship it right to us. If you mine came in like days once you said it. It, it was so nice. And, yes, uh, me and Amanda packaged them together. It was a cute little process, and I had a few printed out. Um, we do plan on doing a fall edition, mm, so okay. you know we'll probably have some like fresh apple moment, and okay. maybe even try to get into some pumpkin. I don't know. Okay, some pumpkin spice juice, maybe. That's some crazy shit. Oof. Oh man, you know what would be great is if you make like a fucking faux pumpkin spice latte but with like coconut milk and like a little bit of like cinnamon and maybe i don't know like coconut water Ooh, coconut water and like matcha maybe Mm. i'm hungry i gotta eat (laughs) i haven't eaten dinner this is yeah i always do this on the podcast too like always like 40 minutes and i'm like man i could fucking i could totally eat something right now um but all right so i want to transition a wee bit right okay well, first of all, I don't I don't have a juicer, but I am going to do what you said now because I have fine mesh trainers and cheesecloth. So and a blender, and so I have a blender and a do. food. Pro- if you have a blender or a food processor, like you're fine. That's like, all I need to do. But yeah, we have I have I have both those things here. I should really do it where I work, there uh, because they have a really nice like Roboku and stuff. I should try it there. Robocoos are like the dream of food processors. It's the food. It's a food processor that's quiet. I mean, that's why it's like fifteen hundred bucks. But it literally oh. you turn it on, and this is all you hear. You're and i'm like because like when i start my food like is this thing on yeah when i start my food processor it sounds like a fucking jet engine like i'm pretty sure i'm like like my whole kitchen just like shakes it's like this is not worth it to make a fucking sauce but um but yeah so all right so i'm i'm gonna try that i want to transition a little bit i have a couple of these not a lot i do this thing called dank or rank right Mm -hmm. something's really good something's really shitty i'm gonna give you a few a few regular ones that i've had on that some people okay. are like, meh, you know. Um, all right, so the first one, anchovies. I've only had them very minimally, like in your salad dressing, you know. Just, yeah, well, that's how you see yeah, it. That's how you're. I feel that I don't have enough experience with them. And especially as an adult now, like I, I remember like trying it because I worked at a pizzeria for many years okay. and like eating just an anchovy. And I was like, oh, this is so salty, well, yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah, I could see it. that it would work. So I feel that I can't give a proper. <laughs> All right. Can I give you a suggestion on a recipe that you may want to try? Yes, please. Okay. So you make red sauce, right? Pasta red sauce. Occasionally. Of course. Okay. So we've been making this sauce in my family for I don't know, decades. And it's every Christmas Eve, we would usually make it all that shit. And we're Italian, so whatever. And But you basically mash up uh, with a knife as much as you can and make a smear paste of anchovies uh-huh, and garlic, uh-huh. right? Mm. Anchovies and garlic together, and then you put them in olive oil pretty much until it liquefies. And that's the base for your red sauce. So then you put in the tomato paste or the tomatoes and all that stuff. And so much like a Caesar, you don't taste the anchovies as soon as you bite into a Caesar dressing, but there's like a little bit of like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, like you exactly. So it's mm. kind of like that, but you should, you should try that a little bit. I'm a That's freak. Hot. I love eating anchovies out of the can because theoretically my mom did it when I, she was pregnant with me, which I blame, but also I'm just disgusting. So I'll just like eat an anchovy, like, oh, just like out of the, like out of the can and like, like a little, <laughs> yeah. Like, 
It's just sitting there, vengeful in my kitchen, like fuck the world, just like eating. eating Give me a chovy, bro. <laughs> a chovy. Give me a chovy, bro. Oh my Where god. Where the at? Wow, I gotta hang on to that one. All right. Next time I do the recipe, I'm like, grab your chovies. <laughs> grab those little chobes. All right. So the next one was cilantro, but we know that you are quite a fan of cilantro. I like it. Um, I'm curious about this one because you do juice, and this is a this is a veggie, and it's controversial for some people. Beets. I like them. Yeah. I like beets. I have used them in a few juices. I believe I actually have um, them in one of my juices in my zine that is called period because it's very fucking red. You're right. Um, But I had made that same juice the day prior, but I put, I believe I put two full beets in it. Okay. And bitch, that was too much. That tasted like a, just a beet. Like nothing else tastes good. They're but very, I, it's weird. They're very overpowering for something that doesn't really smell per se. Like I think I, I, I don't know if the recipe calls for one or a half, but I suggest using a half. You, and you then the first before the sauce or no? No, no, no just raw, raw beet. I mean, actually, I had gotten the ones that were already cooked. Oh, you know okay. I mean? yeah, yeah. Those are the ones in like the can or whatever. Yeah, like, it came in like a like a vacuum sealed little gotcha, bag. Gotcha. And I had used those, and I used fresh ones as well. But the, for that one recipe, I had used the um, the cooked ones. I used half of that lemon, coconut water, and I don't remember what else. Oh, maybe strawberries or something. Mm. But it was fire. Sounds like that really was good. that was the key. It was the coconut water that helped a lot. I love, I've always loved coconut water. And the first time I had real coconut water, where the fuck was I? I don't know. I went to some, some white person resort in the Bahamas, I think, when I was like 14. And some dude was walking around with a machete. And I was just like, who's this guy? Okay. I was like, what is this guy doing? He literally just had a wheelbarrow with coconuts and like a machete. And so he had a coconut and he was like $5. I'm like, don't know what for, but here. And I just gave it to him. And he literally hacked off with a fucking machete, the top mm-hmm. of the coconut and just shoved the straw in there and handed it to me. And I was like, yeah, but then it's like hot, you know, it I is. had well, that it's been baking in the sun and, but it was I did weird. the same thing in Dominican Republic and I was mad little. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, six. Mm. And I was like, this shit is gross. So I never liked coconut water up until I have kind of, you know, introduced it into my juices. Right. And I, there's one made, I think it's by, uh, I don't remember the brand, but they, they make one that is pineapple and coconut water. Really? Or it's pineapple water, or sorry, it's coconut water with pineapple. And that is delicious. That shit I put in my fucking juices. Instead of topping it off with regular water, I'll top it off with that. And that is just like a fruity little twist. See, that's like, oh, I, I again, I'm not like, I'm not somebody who just like, eats pineapple straight. I do love pineapple, but pineapple juice, one of my guilty pleasures when I'm away or not working or if I'm just having a stressful day is Aww. like uh, pineapple juice just with some ice and some rum. That's it. Yum. And it's I'm like, not a huge rum. I'm not a huge drinker anymore at all. Like I don't drink really, but I haven't tried to drink rum in like many years. And I've been thinking about it. I'm like, wait, I need to drink rum. Like, cause I, everything hurts my stomachs, but I haven't tried rum. So, <laughs> well, you know, if you do, uh, what I may suggest, try maybe like a white rum, not like Malibu. I mean like a real rum, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's like try hypnotic. No, uh, <laughs> but, uh, That's a rum? no, 
<laughs> um, but uh-huh. it's like it's in that like Malibu area where it's like yeah, it's like alcohol. sweet yeah. and yeah, you exactly. just drink it like that. All right, so the next one on the list, you I mean, you just told me you're lactose, so maybe this has to go off earlier experiences. But cottage cheese, you fuck. I used to fucking love it really? growing up. My mom used to buy those like little things that had like the fruit and the cottage cheese, and you'd like spill the fruit over yeah. the cottage cheese. She they were like ninety nine cents. I remember, so she would buy them for me for my for school, and then I'd be I get to school and I'd be fucking shitting. No wonder why my mom was always <laughs> my mom was always like, "Yeah, always so sick." I'm like, "You're giving me dairy <laughs> every like, day." Um, I want to continue. There's only one more on this list that I really want to address with you because I'm curious. I asked pretty much everybody this, but um, pineapple on pizza. I think I tried it once. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can see it, but I'm not going to order it. There you go. Okay. And I look, I, I get why people do it. Uh, well, actually, I've said this before. I get why people do it outside of New York. You and I are very lucky because pretty much in most places, including like Long Island and even, you know, where I am up here in Northern Westchester, Southern Westchester, like any of the boroughs pretty much, it's kind of hard to find like a bad slice of pizza, you know? Yeah. Like facts. it's bad to hard. Like a, it's, so I Honestly, though, Portchester, when, when I moved here from Yonkers, it's like really hard to find a good pizzeria. Well, Pizza is whack. Yeah, Porchester is known though for a lot of like amazing Latin cuisine. Like specifically, we exactly. would go there. We would go there for Peruvian food. I'm not mm-hmm. Aquario. Oh my god! Yes, they my- just closed down. Did they really? Oh, yeah, the the whole strip, like you know where Tandori is yes. and Aquario. That whole strip, even the hair salon, everything was bought. They're knocking it down. I don't know what they're making There's into, so they've place. all moved places. There's another Peruvian place that was like, or maybe Ecuadorian. No, Peruvian. Uh, no, because we would get Lomo Satado like all the time. Um, it was like. You know where the rye is? It the rye bar? The rye is that what it's called? Oh, rye house. Whatever. Yeah, that. I think next to that, there's like this, like almost house-looking white place. You know what I mean? With like white. I do. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Oh, I think it's called like in i n something yeah it's it's the one of the best peruvian restaurants the lomo satal is like nine mm. bucks you get this huge plate of it and i love lomo we used to go there we used to go to aquaria it was just i'm so hungry so talking about lomo sorry oh there was one more place <laughs> in Porchester that i used to like jizz over that is now closed and it was eugene's the diner had you ever yes i remember you um oh. saying something about it like you had just gone and i was like oh I'm- yeah I think I just chef. moved to Portchester at that it time. Was, yeah, I, it was shortly after. Yeah, and I live on North Main Street, so that street oh, that you're it's like on. Right there. Okay. Do you know where Alba's is? It's like a very expensive Italian restaurant, which is delicious. Like, don't get me wrong. I went there last Wednesday with two friends, and the bill was four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> um, but we also had like three bottles of wine, espresso mm. martinis, two appetizers, fish that was cooked in front of us. So there's like, three. There's three hundred and fifty dollars of it. Yeah, four fifty. Four fifty. Crazy, but it was it was very worth it. Um, but I live like right there. It's a great location. I really enjoy living in Porchester, especially that I work in the community. Oh, yeah, you're you know, right I, that must be nice I like being involved in the community and like being here, like actually living here. Um, but yeah. Is, you know, I mean, that's like, that's like Porchester has changed a lot in the past like 10, 12 years. And one thing I love, well, one thing I'm going to love about it is I have to start going to Restaurant Depot now. And there's a Restaurant Depot in Porchester. Right by me. Uh, I finally have, well, I've had a license, like a, a tax ID with my business, but I am sick of buying uh, produce and spices, like singularly. I need them like bulk. 
Cause now, yeah. especially like I, I have to make like, you know, 36 bottles of like whatever. And I can't be going and buying. Oh my God. I'm sorry. My kitten just fell into my recycling bin. Oh no. Literally just head first oh, into the recycling no. bin. This is Bill. Hey Bill. This is Billy. <laughs> this is Billy. Oh okay. my God. But yeah, so I, I, Portchester has, has changed a lot. And we used to, I, I used to really enjoy going there. And now I live not too far from it, just not. We were along the water in Larchmont, so it wasn't that far mm-hmm. of a drive. We'd get on 95 for like an exit, and then we were basically there. Um, but Portchester, is, it's changed a lot. It's super cool. And Bonabona is there, which is fucking awesome. That's like, vegan. They have vegan options. They have delicious vegan options. They make like a pistachio and then like yeah. a banana peanut butter something. Oh, my God. That's hot. That place. The first time I had that may have been one of the happiest nights of my life. Like, there's photos. There's, photo, there's photographic evidence of me eating these things, and I literally look like a six year old who just had like, a real ice cream cone for the first time. Like, I'm it's like, fucking fire ice cream. So fucking giddy. But all right. So, all right. Interesting question for you. Maybe um, one juice every day for the rest of your life. Only one. Like any combo you want. All right, and but it has to be same time every day and same juice. You can't okay. alternate. And again, I know this is kind of like this will never happen. It's pretty much a stupid question. I'm just really curious, like Desert Island. My staple. All right, yeah. what I would want every single day for the rest of my life is ginger, mm-hmm. carrot, cucumber, celery, apple. Period. I like that because I like the mix of like the spice and along with like a little bit of the sweet. You know. Mm-hmm. But, I like the carrots are naturally sweet. Like when you juice them, you drink carrot juice by itself. It's sweet. It's yeah. very strange. Have you ever cooked carrots down? Like when you cook carrots down, they're fucking sweet. Yeah. Like yeah. Really good. So I, when I, sometimes I don't even use a fruit, like too much. I, I have like bloating around my face when I eat too much sugar mm. and even when it's, you know, good sugar or whatever, right. your body still processes it the same way. Right. So I try not to have too much fruit, but sometimes it's just delicious. <laughs> but I like apple um, just because a little vitamin C, you know, and it is very hydrating as well. It's like mainly water, just There's like cucumbers. Apples, yeah. Celery, same thing. Celery's it's so good like for you. Celery is all water, isn't it? Like, Celery is amazing for autoimmune um, diseases. Is it really? It has, there's been like trial studies that it, actively um improves people's symptoms like off the charts comparatively to um i forget what the medication that was being used but i remember like reading like a a trial i've done some research you know i'm not just doing this blindly completely but but yes that's my staple ginger celery carrot apple and cucumber lovely oh man and this is also off topic but you made a breakfast sandwich once using my hot sauce that I still think about because it was like you had cracked the egg and then avocado, but you put the bread on top of the egg cooking and waited for the Mm -hmm. egg to cook. And then you like did that thing where you flip it. You were doing the TikTok trend before it was a TikTok trend. Uh, I know. Like literally. I'm a fucking trendsetter. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I always like to experiment. Even when I was younger, like I grew up with a single mom who was constantly working. Two siblings, my brother, he's nine years older than me, but he, you know, he's a teenager. So he didn't really like take, he didn't know what the fuck to cook. He could never cook for us. So my sister's five years older than me, but her and I, you know, we're really on our own 
for cooking a lot and we would experiment and eat bad shit all the time, you know, some dumb shit. But I, I remember like going into college, like I was the only one that had like cooking experience. Like I was the only one that knew how to cook meals. Like I would cook for everybody. You know, I was like, Grace, you're such a good cook. I'm like, I'm doing the basic. I'm making fucking chicken cutlet and fucking pasta with butter. Like what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like like, it's a, it's a skill that came out of like necessity for you. Yeah. But also like, it's such a good base to have. And a lot of people don't. And I didn't Mm -hmm. realize that till I got like closer to like our age where I was like, Damn, there's people a lot of people that just don't know how to cook. And no. like, that's part of the problem where like, I, I'll like post something and I'll like, somebody will ask me for a recipe and I'll like kind of run through it. And to me, it's not that demanding of a recipe. And then I'll, they'll like, I'm clearly like overwhelming them. And I'm like, I forget that like some people like have trouble just like cracking egg into a pan. Yeah, like, yeah. But, but it's like so great to be resourceful. Like I yeah. can cook with what I have. Right. You know, it's not that I have literally no recipe books. Right. I've never owned a recipe book in my life. <laughs> Sorry. I own a lot and I haven't looked at them. So. <laughs> so, like the I mean, it's very watched. rare, but I mean, I can think of the top of my head, like some things that I looked up specific recipe for. I was like, like chicken franchise, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to, or actually I made salmon franchise mm-hmm. and I looked up, you know, specific recipe for that to make sure it was like nice and coated and okay. it was fire, but still like specific things like that. I have like looked up just to make sure, but for the most part, you know, I just fucking uh, instinctually. Sometimes I make a good like Dylan posted. Sometimes, sometimes, it, sometimes I make, make shit. Sometimes the shit. Sometimes it's good. <laughs> sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. It's like, that's what it, it is. is the best it. fucking thing. It's like, how's your cooking? That's the best fucking TikTok. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> and your, by the way, your TikTok videos for uh, Pussoir. I know I mentioned it briefly, but they're really good because even the way that you like run through it, you got like the TikTok setting like down with them, which is that's is what you need. Thank so. you. Like, yeah, I tried to have like a little routine for the most part, you know, like show you what I'm using, the process of, and the finished content and then trying it. Exactly. And you're like narrating the whole time. That's like, that's the TikTok style, man. And like the one video that I have that's been blowing up is that I'm doing like an instructional video and I do the voiceover and I'm like, wow, this is really like a fucking formula. I had, I had done one voiceover and honestly it didn't get that many views. I'll randomly get like 600 views, but but for the most part, I get like a hundred to two hundred views. Well, you should look and at it how many views on you likes. get compared to like likes. Yeah, I was gonna say like if you're getting a decent amount of likes still with the views, that's like I'll get like twenty. I'll get like twenty yeah, you, to seventy. See, I tell maybe my wife this 100. all the time. If you are getting like a hundred to one hundred and twenty views, but you're getting like twenty likes with that, you got to think about that. That's like an eighty. Well, if it's like a hundred likes and twenty, that's a twenty percentile of people that actually like it that watch it which is like so good because even videos that get like a bunch of views if they don't have that many likes it's like not really you know what i mean like yeah doing that much like oh, last year one of my videos got like a couple hundred thousand views but out of a couple hundred thousand views it got like under a thousand likes and i'm just like that's like one percent i was like that's like it's kind of horrible like in a way i was like you know and even now one of my videos this is why i hate tiktok I recently. I fucking hate TikTok. I really didn't want to make one, but I did it. <laughs> it's, look, TikTok has is done something to my life. I'll put it that way. But now I have one of my videos is like really, like blowing up, and it. I thought it would be cool, and it kind of sucks because some of these comments from these little bullies are just the fucking worst, man. These children on TikTok like rip you apart. 
Like I got this video where I'm doing this like knife instruction. I'm showing people. How yes, to do it. I remember. And right now it's at like half a million views, and like it's like got all this stuff. But all these fucking comments are destroying me. Like the best one, like the best one was get yourself a proper knife and a manicure. That was like. Oh. <laughs> that was. Yeah, that was interesting. I'm pissed. I'll kill them. And then everybody fights on it. They're just like, this is the wrong technique. And everyone's like, not with this kind of knife. And I'm just like, I'm like, everyone's a fucking expert on TikTok. How about you shut up? Oh, man. Some of the comments on the comments sometimes are the best part. But now that I'm experiencing it, it's quite, it's quite bitter. These children coming after me, man. Someone made fun of me using my, uh, because I had used like a 32 ounce, like, you know, those to go containers, like the big ones for like soup. Yeah, yeah. I was using that because I like to use something big. And this person was like, don't tell me that's a fucking, you know, whatever container. And I'm like, it is. What about it? And then me, like, I was like, all self-conscious. I'm like, I'm going to get mason jars. But then I've just become fixated on mason jars. And I have like well, yeah. too many now. Yeah, I, had that, I had that problem for a while. I have a, I have a 64 ounce <laughs> giant actual mason jar. And that's where I, that's where I do like my sauerkraut in. And I have a 32. It's the biggest one I have. 32 is dope. 32. That's like a, the, the court, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the courts are perfect. Like to me, a court Mason jar everyday use, like you can store enough food that you need. You can put, you know, a lunch or a soup in there. You can put ingredients to mix. You can literally drink water. It's like a 32 yeah. ounce. Like a I love a Mason jar, jar is like, cause even the small, like 16 ounce ones are like cute and they're nice, but they're not that functional as far as like storing for a lot mm. of stuff. But the 32 man, the court, like the one you're slinging right now, that's like. But you know what? I do like the small ones because I like to make um, chicken stock. And when I have an IBS flare up, uh, I usually just have chicken stock. And you don't want and to I have will... a giant like. Uh, because my thing, I'm supposed to be on a low fiber, high protein diet. Mm. So like I'm not really even supposed to have any roughage, you know, like when I have quinoa. It's, I sh- I can't. I just bought it because I like it, yeah. but I can't eat it. It hurts me so much. I know. So when I don't feel well, the chicken stock helps. So I'll put it in a little, you know, like you do homemade eight. chicken stock. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Cook yeah. it for fourteen hours, and I started. Doing I like that to put a little January, spicy yeah. Fresno peppers in there. Ooh, now we're getting in my alley. All right. Yeah, go. I like to. I do a little curry too. You know, I I like to use my seasonings. It's not just basic, but I always do the fresh parsley. You know, I I don't usually use rosemary or thyme. I usually just use parsley, but you know. Shallots, making carrot, stock onion. has become one of my favorite things to do. Like in the winter, especially. Mm-hmm. Like I, when we ate Thanksgiving here this year, it was just the two of us. But I still had like a sixteen-pound turkey. So uh, <laughs> whatever, you probably had so many great meals oh, after. Well, the yeah, best meal but- is putting the leftover stuffing on a frying pan with some turkey and some gravy and making it a big mush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it gets like crispy on the bottom, you know what I mean? Meal. Just like, oh, yeah. Yes. Like, My mom used to do it. It's just like so comfort good. Hell yeah. food. I'm Hell so yeah. hungry. I got to go eat soon. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're starting to we're starting on the on the on the decline, just like my mental health. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> please. No, help um, me. So, all right. So, I have an interesting one before I go into the last little segment here. Seeing as this is called spicy memories, right? I want to collect spicy memories from people. Now, this doesn't have to do with spice, but it can. Spicy memories can refer to something funny, something embarrassing, something traumatic, something spicy. I already know. I already know. Go, go, go ahead. Okay, so I was still at purchase. I think I was like a junior. 
I was dating this guy who used to, his literally name is Guy. Um, <laughs> fuck him. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he lived in Rye and <laughs> I went to his house and I was taking a shower. It was just him and I. And, um, you know, he like, we were staying in like the basement. He literally had a fucking like very nice house that was treated like a trap house. It was terrible. Mm. Whatever. Getting off shop doctor. <laughs> I was taking a shower. You know, we had just come back from whatever. And I heard him like downstairs. And so I came out of the shower and I was like, hi. And I had my glasses on. So I jumped out, shook my tits. And I see him like, he was kind of like, it was like an open concept, but yeah, he was probably like 15 feet away from me and I had my glasses on. So I went like this, but then I just saw he was like standing there and I went like this and his, it was his dad. Oh, and, was no. like, and I went, Oh, oh! and I like jumped right oh, back no. into the fucking bathroom and we never talked about it. You know, I never like said like, <laughs> sorry, like he just like saw me butt naked, like scrambling my tits around. like, I was being stupid. I wasn't even trying to be like sexy, so no. to say. Like I, mean, I was just being like, "You probably made his week," but yeah, you, like <laughs> probably, probably like he was probably like, "Well, that was a happy accident." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, was like, like fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, I was so God. embarrassed. Yeah, I've had I've had situations that involve parents like that. That's a, uh, it's it's that's a spicy memory. That that's a spicy one. That like, came right to my head. What do you and I haven't it? thought about that in a long time. Past trauma? No. How about spicy memory? That's what I'm talking pa- past about. Past trauma? How about? <laughs> Boom. That's it. That should be the Spicy memory. memory. Oh, God. That was good. That's good. I'm going to start doing these more. You're the first one on the show. You're on I'm glad. Fucking, you need to collect them. You're on the fucking spicy memory show, and you just gave the first actual spicy memory. You are literally um, a spicy memory Pokemon master. That's it. That's it. Give me, call me fucking Ash. That's it. Oh, Christ. All right. So we're going to start winding down, uh, and I have a fun little game that we play. Okay. It's called Family Feud. No. Um, Family Feud. (laughs) What do you think of when I say the word butthole? No. Um, Oh, I was like. um, (laughs) Butthole? Um, Hair. (laughs) Some of those. um, so much some hair. Of those, some of those answers on those fucking shows. Oh, Christ. All right. Um, the best ones are like the ones from the 70s where people say things that nowadays everyone would not really care about. But back then, yeah, it's like, it's like hey, where's the weirdest place you ever had sex? And the, some girl's like, I don't know, my ass. And everyone's like, ah, like everybody like laughs. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, if people do that nowadays. They'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, just like, oh, um, okay. Anyway. All right. So what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. Game. Game. All right. So you remember Fuck, Mary Kill, obviously, right? Of course. So every single one of my shows, I ask my beautiful guests to do Fuck, Mary Kill, but with food. And this can, oh, be, shit. this can be an ingredient. This can be a fruit. This can be a veggie. This can be a sauce. It could be a spice. It could be a drink. It could be anything you want. But you got to fuck one. You got to marry one. You got to kill one. And like, I'm talking like- Oh, so one. I can just like pick random. You're not anything. three. No, no. Well, Fuck, Mary Kill. Like you, so you only have three, but you got to choose one to fuck. You know, and I'm talking like, I mean, like a one night stand limping away. No, you're going to do it again in two months, but like kind of regret it. But like, all right, that was pretty, you know what I mean? Like that. And then like Mary, you're going to do this every day for the rest of your life and then kill. And this is like, like um, anything, like, a ve- anything. like any, it could be a vegetable. It could be an ingredient. It could be a whole ass meal. I don't care. Literally whatever you want. It could just be right. something that you've consumed in your life. I want to fuck a fucking, oh my God, I'm sorry. This fucking kitten keeps going. <laughs> I want to fuck a helping of red mango especially um a vegan one 
or non-dairy one. I fucking okay. love red mango and I would love to fuck it. Um, that might be the new tagline for the show. But all right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, get, you some, right. get you some sponsors from red mango. <laughs> what I would like to marry, yeah, honestly, I'm going to say ginger because yeah. I, it's healed me. It really has. And I need it every day. Okay. All right. And kill one thing. Like, and I mean, like you taking pleasure out of knowing that this is going to be erased from existence. I'm not a picky eater. Oh, I like good. to eat everything, as you can tell. Well, yeah, that's that's how you're supposed to be, man. I really don't even think of one thing. You may be you may yeah. be the nicest human in the world. I've had some people waiting for this. I've had some people like, all right, let me tell you I'm not. I know. I really <laughs> thought very quickly about what I want to fucking marry, but I can't think about who I want to kill. You're such a I want to kill my dog right now because he won't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> You're such a positive person. I can't. I'm just gonna have to say, um, I'm gonna kill Trump. There you go. And he's orange enough to be a veggie, so there we go. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I think that uh, that counts. But yeah, I've had, so some, I've had some interesting some interesting uh, answers. We, one of my old friends, Kat, was on here, and she said it was more of an act, and the way of cooking something is cooking micro uh, meatloaf in the microwave. Oh my god! And I was like, I'm sorry, you want to say that again? And apparently, she was with this guy years ago who would, and I don't mean like reheating leftovers. I don't mean cooking it and then broiling it. I mean straight up in a microwave bowl and then just eating it after like from raw beef and needs to go to prison. Yeah. That's like, that's like, like, look, I'm not against people using a microwave, especially for people that don't have these big fancy setups or don't have proper stoves. Microwave is quick. If you have kids, it's or if you're just on the run, it's fucking great. And we're not microwave shaming here. No, we're shaming this person making meatloaf in a damn microwave. Oh God. I hope she hears this episode. So she knows I she has my extra support. Cause that was like, she told I'll me that and I'm like, woman. I'm like, I'm sorry. You had to even be in the same room as that. Jesus Christ. I'll but, support her. Oh, my God. life worked to support her after that. That's traumatizing. <laughs> oh God. I am so, so happy we were able to do this. This is like, yes, me fucking too. Thank you for having fucking me. Amazing. And I have to do maybe what is next. For, uh, if you want to go live on Poussoir with me and run, oh, me I would through, love that. run me through a juice recipe and Maybe even have it like with me, like a fucking schmuck who doesn't have a juicer. And you'd be like, all right, Dick, here's how you're going to do it. Like, and, you know, and then maybe go live and like, you know. I love those. You know, like I've seen like famous people do that. Like they have a literal chef telling them how to do it. Like Selena Gomez did it, you know. Yeah, yeah, she did that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like didn't know how to cook. She was like trying to learn. But yeah, but you could literally teach me how to to do a proper juice. Teach me how to jerk. Yeah, there you go. That's my shit. Fucking, uh, yeah, we'll do something like that. But all right, so you have any words of advice uh, as far as life or juicing or anything in general for these uh, mm. fucking however many listeners are tuning into this thing? Well, I think a nice concept that we both landed on today was kind of just showing up for yourself so important. And that's where like my juicing really started. I was trying to show up for, for myself and support myself physically you know filling my stomach with good nutrients and whatnot yeah. but and you just did. A, i mean you're in you seem like you're in a really great place like physically mentally like you're- i'm like in a good place i want to say really great yeah <laughs> but i'm i'm on the way there man. but that's i'm good. trying you know that's i'm good. recognizing toxic things and trying to break them and that's good 
and but, that's and, it. And like you said, you're the it's it's you that's mm-hmm. got to get you there. So it's you got to take some solace in that too. Knowing that showing up for yourself yeah, because man. you're worth it. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's what my takeaway is. Ah, beautiful. All right, guys. <laughs> so this has been another episode of Spicy Memories. Grace, thank you so fucking much. Spicy. I love you, Chris. Uh, so I love you too, Grace. This is we're gonna we got to do this again. This is like yes, please. I'm, I would love to do. I'm gonna start recording in person eventually. Um, I'd love to have people here and like record on the balcony if I could, because that would be really dope. You know, that's hot. That's like, a that would be with a little. Be, oh my god, it's literally it's a nature preserve. Although they never shut the fuck up, so that might be a problem. Like some of these birds here, I don't know if they're Aesthetic. like they might be fucking each other at like 10 p.m. or something. But I'm like, I got the Maybe window open. These birds be fucking. <laughs> Seriously, it's like mating season. You're just like marr, marr, just like all fucking night. Stop fucking. <laughs> oh Christ! But. All right, so guys, uh, you can find Grace at a couple different places, but her Poussoir Juice Bar, again, at P-O-U-S-O-I-R-J-U-I-C-E-B-A-R. Poussoir Juice Bar, no underscore, no dots, all one word. On TikTok, on Instagram, I will post everything. Grace's Instagram is at underscore old Greggy, exactly how it sounds. And um, I'm going to post that as well. And follow her just in general if you don't, because she's a fucking hoot and a half to just be connected with on social media there. But who um, have baby? Again, this has been amazing. And again, it's cool that you were able to kind of give me a sneaky peeky into the world of juice because I'm not that's not my world. I'm more of like, you know, let me throw some shit in a hot pan and scream and curse a bunch and then eventually I'll have a meal. So like the delicate, yeah, yeah. like making something clean for your body kind of realm that you're lighting an incense, right? Like I'm not some sexy music. I need something in there, you know? Like I need something, you know. I turn on some prints, get a little weird. You know what I mean? There like, we I go. To, That's it. Make that I, period. Know. Yeah, son. With your beats, honey. Oh, man. Beats. Woof. <laughs> oh, I just, <laughs> I, I, it's weird. I had beats in my salad today, which is why it's like, I was thinking of that question because I don't know. It were very overpowered. <laughs> yeah but, sometimes a little much yeah i'm like this is like a, you know, oh, that's too much and it looks weird sometimes too in a salad but anyway all right i won't get into that but regardless guys i will put all of grace's tags i'm gonna stop the recording in a second um tune in for the next episode i don't know who i'm gonna have so don't trust me when i tell you it's gonna be great but i'm sure it will and <laughs> grace thank you so much for coming on and thank uh, you chris get some more people to juice people go to the yeah. juice bar learn some fucking recipes all right bar, juice bar fancy pussy <laughs> that's it <laughs> okay. uh, signing off. I will see you all on episode 22.